Oh my God. Hi. It's Nolan Meter. We are here with Fashion Crimes. I'm here with my favorite person in the whole world, Miss Holly Cates. My best tag, best stylist ever, my person, everybody. What up? What up? Nolan, it's supposed to be Fashion Week. Wah, wah, wah. This is just tragic. So, what are we doing today? We're doing virtual Fashion Week. How much fun is this? Nolan, I think that's such a great idea. Thank you so much for like keeping up our spirits, you know, like keeping the vibe alive. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's optimistic because I'm so pessimistic with this whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, fuck all of you stupid people who wanted to go back to work in fucking April and went to the state house with your guns to protest your right to work and all that stupid shit. Because of you stupid people refusing to wear masks, I can't have my fashion shows. So fuck you. I'm trying to keep you in a positive light. Just it's not kidding. possible. They've ruined my favorite week of the year, okay? September Fashion Week is my second favorite because, again, I'm kind of chubby and, like, I can't wear a coat in September. In February, I can wear a coat. September Fashion Week is my second favorite, although it does have better parties. It is so annoying that I can't go to fashion shows because the giant Cheeto in charge doesn't know how to handle anything and all these stupid people want to go back to work. I blame them all personally. <laughs> This is Fashion Crimes Podcast. Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. All right, Noli. So you got that off your chest. I'm okay. not here to lie to you. Are you feeling better now? No. Okay. Because well. I still don't get to go to fashion shows, but it's fine. It's fine. I went to one and that's as much as I can get and that's fine. Okay. So tell us about it. Um, so, you know, usually at this time of year, you know, you and I have been planning outfits for months and buying months. unnecessary things and planning parties and dinners and who we're going to see, where we're going to go. And this year, none of it. It's all virtual except for like four shows and the usual mayhem out at Spring Studios of photographers and press and TV crews and everything. It's our Super Bowl for twice is. a year. And so it's kind of ruined. It's really unfortunate. And so Rebecca Minkoff is one of, you know, four designers, I think, or five designers who's actually doing a physical show. And But was it a presentation? Well, she did a presentation. Can you explain the difference between a fashion show and a presentation? Well, like, well a show obviously has models walking and a presentation has models standing and the audience moves around them. Oh, okay. It's much easier if you have a brand where you have a lot of people who need to see the collection because you don't have a finite amount of seats. So gotcha. like a brand like Veronica Beard, who is in 80,000 stores, it makes much more sense for them to have a presentation because they can have everybody come in, see the collection in five minutes and leave. Even though it's a little anticlimactic. It is sometimes. 
But then you have like, like last season, Alice and Olivia had a hot toddy card. Like, I love that. Like okay. it got us drunk at 1 p.m. It was lovely. But I schlepped to the meatpacking district in the rain for five minutes. I get for it. For five minutes. That is annoying. I it get is that. annoying. However, we took good pictures and it was fine. So Right. So this season, Rebecca Minkoff announced that she was doing a physical, sh- a physical presentation. Everything is outside. It was on the roof of Spring Studios. So everybody who was invited got a 15-minute time slot. So like 5 to 5.15, 5.15 to 5.30, whatever. We get there. And I see a bunch of my friends all going because everybody has different time slots, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's like 10 photographers outside. It was still fun. You know, my bag made it on Getty Images. I did not, which is so <laughs> funny to me. They took a picture of my bag and not me, which is hysterical. But whatever. It's a great bag. So it's fine. It says something about you and your taste. I mean, it's, Exactly. It means I have great taste. But I mean, we already knew that. Duh. And so at your time, you do go up to the door and you show them that it's your time slot. You go inside, they check your temperature, they make you do a survey about if you've had symptoms, da 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 Oh, okay. I didn't one bracelet. That. Then they give you another bracelet. So one is that you've done the survey and one is that you're invited. Oh, then yeah, you go yeah, into yeah. lines and all of the lines are socially distanced and there's like six lines and every, every 15 minute period, they had 15 people. So then, you know, we got into the, the freight elevator and there were stickers on the floor of where you can stand and all right. this stuff. It was not worth it. I mean, was it mobbed? It was not. I mean, it was oh. mobbed outside. Like people were trying to get in kind of, but like it was not that busy upstairs. Yeah, it was busy and it was kind of tight. Like it didn't, it was a little unnerving. I took some pictures with a few friends and I was like very close to them, but I had a mask on, but you know, it was a little unnerving to see so many people so casually, but the models all wore masks. Rebecca Minkoff was doing interviews. She was wearing a mask. Everybody was wearing masks. Everything was very distanced. It was cool. The view was nice. So, I mean, it was sort of like... You got to do something, right? It was something. And that's what I'm thankful for. I mean, if I was really fancy, a friend of mine is going today to Christian Siriano's home in Connecticut, and he's doing a show in his yard, in his beautiful house in Connecticut that was just, I think, an architectural digest. He's literally having a fancy picnic with a fashion show. I mean, how fabulous is that? I mean, it's also like an hour and a half away. So like trade-offs, but you better believe if I was invited, I would hike my ass to Washington, Connecticut or wherever it is <laughs> and go. I would go in a heartbeat just because we have taken it so much for granted over the past couple of years. Like, I, know. I haven't even thought about it. Like how lucky are we? And there are all of these people who want to go as evidenced by people, you know, maybe trying to use my ticket last year at Alice and Olivia. Remember that whole debacle? We all talk about the tickets later, but we have to wallow in our own sorrow that there is no fashion week this year, but every designer who has decided to show, aka put on a new collection, has put their images on voguerunway.com. So it's really vogue.com, right, Nolan? Yeah, so they have a runway section where it's just runway images, and it's very easy. It's great for stylists. It's great for people who just want to see what the collections look like. And so everybody's collections are up, and they're beautiful. There's some really gorgeous stuff. I mean, it's great for inspiration. It's great for mood boards or whatever. So I highly recommend you go on there if you're looking to see what the trends are, what the styles are, what the colors are. You know, it's it's a lot of it is across the board, and some of it is really, really weird. But we're going to talk about some of it's tragic. (laughs) We're going to talk about our reviews. And, you know, Nolan is all for the avant garde. The crazier, the better, the bigger, the better. I will tell you to our sequence at Whole Foods. I I mean, it's just, and and I get that. However, with my age group, if you can't wear it in public, what's the point? 
right? So there are some collections that are so out there. Shut up. You can wear anything in public. You just have to have the confidence, okay? That we're going to get into. So first on the list is Christian Callen, which that is your boyfriend. One of my favorites. I love him. He's just, he's such a nice person. I've only met him once, but he was just so lovely. And he's just like the embodiment of like downtown cool, but like not poor. I mean, like my one, my one issue with like the downtown grunge vibe is that they all have no money. Right, so like the clothes duh. are shitty. Yeah. So it's like, it's like they're wearing trash this bags. This is him, but like, you know what it is? It's like a Park Avenue princess with a trust fund who moved to the Lower East Side because she wanted to feel free, but like still has a black American Express card. That's um, who his clothes are for. <laughs> and I love every I'm sure that group exists somewhere. Oh, it does. It does. It's a whole persona. We're looking through the collection and it is very avant-garde. Most of the models have like a spiky mohawk or really crazy like London 1978 hair where it's like they can't even use enough hair gel in the world. Yeah, but he's having really famous people model his clothes. Like right. the models for the lookbook. Like I'm looking right now. There's Amanda Lepore, the famous like burlesque performer. There's Lil Nas X, the musician here's Heidi Klum right Heidi we, Klum. we love some Heidi Klum mm-hmm. I see Mark Jacobs who we love some Mark Jacobs so let's look at Heidi Klum's dress so it's this giant bow and when I mean giant I mean it probably would take up your whole living room so does the ribbon fall do you just drag that shit behind you or is it just a runway piece no it's called the train you wear that to the Grammys or an after party or whatever and I just love it and I, his stuff is either amazing or it's like super garish it depends on the day depends on the collection but you and I have both been to his shows in the past and have been like super obsessed with things like he did this Glenn plaid coat in the dark gray that halfway down the coat it turned into red fishtail sequins it's amazing here is someone who I don't know if they're a drag queen or they're trans or what they are but this dress looks like something I wore you know, from the eighties, but you know, it's back in style and they have like a Marilyn Monroe esque, you know, type of look. And then they have like really cool, like quilted leather pants for guys, you know, it's all across the board. So very avant-garde, very out there, super cool, weird, like something you would wear to an art opening or if you're going. It's only something you can wear if you live in like, you know, New York, Miami, LA LA or like Vegas. Right. Right. And so, okay, I'm going to get right into it. So Zimmerman, which is an Australian brand, which is made Your jam. For, yeah, it is my jam, but it's not really made for my age group. And I'm one with that. I understand that. But they have some really gorgeous runway pieces that are for anyone, you know, not just someone who's younger. And I have numbered off, you know, every single look that I like. She does a lot of crop tops. She does a lot of bikini tops with long maxi skirts. She does a print and a pant, and then she'll do it in a skirt, and then she'll do it in a top and a dress. So it's just, it's really cool. It's kind of no nonsense. It's it's clothes for normal people, but yes, it's pretty dressy, and you have to, you know. It's very boho. It's very expensive. Very boho. Very boho. But you need to figure out, and I don't think you know this, like maybe, I don't know if you've actually like paid attention to it or not, but Holly usually ends up with at least two looks from every Zimmerman collection for the past two years, I'd say. So I'm like telling her today I'm like I and it never happens the day of the show like Holly went to the show last season and is like okay there's one I want but I'm not really sure and then of course we end up with it so this season I'm trying to tell you like pick out the ones you want now so I know when I'm looking like there's a crop top that has butterflies on it and I told her already you're going to have this in your closet it's not really up for discussion so (laughs) 
you can like buy it now or you can buy it later. That's what I like to say. We can fight about it now or we can fight about it later. But we know I'm right. That's the most that I liked. Your boy, Tom Ford. Oh, Tom Ford did some like, I don't know if he was like smoking crack beforehand. <laughs> if he like went on a vision quest back to the 70s. <laughs> it is the pattern mixing at its best but his models look like he's they're really having fun and I get it I get the vibe I get the fun I get the his clothes are very transitional and I do want to say there's a couple things I want from the Tom Ford collection it can be when they're on major major markdown maybe in five years but that's the thing about Tom Ford is it is astronomically expensive like to the point where you'll pay two thousand dollars for a pair of pants it's it's just very expensive and let me quality is phenomenal as someone who spends a lot of time in a bathing suit, he's got these tie-dye caftans and these like robes and kimonos that you wear on the pool. What are you saying to me right now? Well, I'm looking at the collection and there's like, he's mixing leopard and zebra and sequins and fishnets. It's just too much for me. Like, I'm sorry. And this is very cute. Like, I'm, this is an oversized orange and black zebra shirt with short silk black and white floral shorts and zebra print shoes. It's just too much. I'm sorry. It's not chic. It's not glamorous. It's too much. There's also a blazer that looks like it's my grandmother's wallpaper in the bathroom, but not in a chic way. And like that, like, Oh, nostalgic way. This is just terrible. It's like six shades of awful purple. I'm sorry. Where is my friend Nolan? And what have you done with him? You know, I love Tom Ford, but this is just a miss for me. Like there are five or six pieces that I think are cool. Like, ooh, I love a cashmere sweater, but do I feel the need to pay $4,000 for a cashmere sweater? No, I don't. And I love Tom Ford. I think he's a genius. This is just a miss for me. Although I do like the caftans and I'm sure you'll end up with one at some point. Maybe like there's one that's black and fringy. Like I'm sure that will end up in your closet at some point. But like all of these gowns are so amazing. They're also $25,000, dollars $40,000. They're obscenely expensive. And for what they are, if you're spending that amount of money on a garment, you probably want to be the only one in the world to have it. And that's not the case here. So, I mean, you can get a dress from him for eight or 10 grand, but it's like normal. I'll send over the divorce papers this afternoon. Okay, moving fine. on. It's fine. So, under Kim Shuey, am I pronouncing her net last name correct? Shoy? I don't know. I went to her show once and it was very aggressive. And I have the, I have the word hooker with a question mark after it. I mean, there's like cheap hooker and there's like hooker at the Four Seasons. Because hooker <laughs> at the Four Seasons is like a vibe. If you're going for it, like I respect that. But if it's like cheap latex and like plastic shoes, then we have a problem. Bondage clothing. Yeah. Like Versace does bondage and it's cute. It's like, am I going to get tied up later? Am I going to a club? (laughs) Who knows? But it was $5,000 and it's covered in gold chains. What's the problem with that? I'm just saying that some of these things are so short. I get it if you're 20 and you're standing there as a model, but to me, it doesn't translate as real clothes. So that's a big whopping strike for me. You need to remember that maybe not in this case, but in a lot of cases, there are people who live a lifestyle. I know many of them who live a lifestyle where these kind of clothes are necessary. There are people I know who can wear ball gowns almost every week. There are people I know who can wear brocade coats because they just are fearless. And I love that. And I love that there are clothes for them too. I think it's fun. Okay. So anything that's borderline hooker, I mean, okay, four seasons, okay, downtown, Let's just call that a fashion crime. Okay, so moving right along. Sandy Lang, I do want to say that there are two dresses in here that I really like. 
but it's a little bit, first of all, it's a little Brady Bunch for me. And I get it. That's the vibe right now. But her Brady Bunch how? But her models look so miserable. Like, that's what I loved about the Tom Ford is that they look like they were having fun, even though they were in a studio. Like, she's standing in an elevator. She's standing in front of a brick wall. She looks like a 16-year-old. Like, how long do I have to stand here? I know the combat boot is back. I get it. It's just a little young for me. And then it's like, remember how thong underwear people were wearing their pants so low, like their thongs were hanging out? Like, she's giving me that vibe here but whatever well i mean but her i situationally like her i don't know a ton about her brand but i bought you a shirt from her collection for what maybe your birthday last year yeah i do love that top with the ties i have to put a picture. it's like a it's a striped button down and the whole sleeve is open with these ties that you can tie into a bow like every inch or so it's very cute and Super I just cute. thought it was different for you. But these dresses are cute. I want to show you these dresses. They're like flowy, but they have like a little halter top underneath. So it's super cute. Kalina Estrada. I just want to say, I don't know how much acid she took before she made this video. It is the funniest thing. It's like Candyland meets, I don't know what. Like, I, I just... It is so beyond far out there. That's one of those brands. There are like these brands at New York Fashion Week that show and they somehow have money, (laughs) but nobody buys their clothes and it's never, there's sort of two crowds, right? There's the uber fashion crowd who wear Balmain and Chanel and amazing And the rebels that are like, hey, I'm chic librarian. Like she literally has a bowl cut, literally like dumb and dumber with these braids hanging down. But the first person is plus size. And then she has someone in a wheelchair and then she has someone in a motorized wheelchair. So you know what? Kudos for her that even though she looks like someone's high school art teacher, like that never came out of the sixties. I get, I get it. I get her need to stand out and not be sexy because it ain't sexy. Right. But there's this thing though, like eventually people forget this at the end of the day, clothes are meant to be worn. And like you either clothes need to, you need to be like Tommy Hilfiger and translatable to the masses like H and M and Tommy Hilfiger, DKY, Michael, Michael Kors, all of that stuff. Or it needs to be super high fashion and amazing. And amazing can mean sexy. It can mean ethereal. It can mean whimsical. It can mean a multitude of things. There are these brands somewhere in the middle. Kalina Strada is one of them that just make no sense and have no place. I went to their show once and there was like an energy thing with crystals and like a bowl I was just over it. It's not that cool to me. I don't get it. I don't need to get it. It's fine. But it, I don't know. They're ta- it's taking up too much space for me. It's annoying. It, it's, she's kind of like giving a middle finger to people that are super, super mainstream. Or people with like, taste. I mean, well, I, it, it's kind of like the rebel, like the nerd chic crew. That, that's what I'm thinking. That. Like I'm looking at it. I just don't even like it. Like the one collection that's like punching me in the face in a good way is Sakina, Sakina. I don't know. I very briefly have seen their stuff in the past and it is absolutely incredible. It's like structural. There's one that looks like a black tutu, but like chic. It's so, it's very structural. There's one that looks like a dis, like sort of a a disassembled bow. There are these Mm -hmm. two black dresses. One of them is like a red dress and it stops just above the knee and turns into red fringe. I mean, this collection is jaw-dropping. This is something I could see in the window at Bergdorf's. This is something I could see at a gala. Like, this shit is amazing. This is the new talent that I want to see. I don't give a shit about people who think that they're cool and have talent when you're giving me a hoodie with some sequins on it. I don't care. (laughs) 
I don't care if you think you're dressing your fourth grade librarian. Your fourth grade librarian can't afford $1,200 to spend on a skirt. And listen, so I as don't understand what you're going for. As much as I love Alice and Olivia, I do want to skip because we love them and that's it. My favorite mainstream if you have a bit of money to spend. Yes, very mainstream. Syncocept was... I didn't even look at that because they, it makes me sad, but like, I like their clothes. I think they're great. But the only time I ever pay attention is when they do a show because they have like a budget. So they do something cool. Like last season, they did it at Delmonico's, the steakhouse, and they gave us lunch and the models walked in between the tables. It was amazing. It was so cool. And they're sold in Bloomingdale's and Neiman's. Like that's a, a contemporary brand that is not untouchable, right? Like Tom Ford is untouchable to the normal person with a normal budget. Well, even budget. think a set, like we've become jaded. Like I look at a shirt and I'm like, oh, it's, it's $900. That's not terrible. I mean, but not for me, but like for people I shop for. So like I'm jaded, but I forget most people would say $600 for a blazer. What the hell? And let me tell you. But that's not our code anyway. I don't have. Yeah. is the biggest wow factor to me this season is Nicole Miller because what? in the, in the 90s i mean literally like every bridesmaid dress was Nicole Miller because i think she was pegged in that category but her stuff is super chic really isabel morantish kind of boho but not too young i really i was really digging it so it's definitely something that I'm going to be looking into further, but I was really impressed and it's very different, very different. I mean, I don't know who the designer is now, if it's still her, if she has a new team or whatever. No, it's but. still her. She's running the world. Nicole Miller is a super cool lady. Like she has her own line of rosé, which makes me really happy. <laughs> I just love that. It. I love a woman who knows what she wants and she like has a line of rosé. I do in other news. Um, our vow renewal is going to be in three years because I want new pictures. Another story for another time. But under Bipu, that's where I found my vow renewal dress. Really? Yes. The one with the cape, the beaded cape. I love a cape. We know I love a cape. Die. To die. Okay, you have to realize people can't see what you're looking at. So you have to like describe it, sister. Well, like, we're give me posting a, a, pictures. We're going to post pictures. So look number, which one? I think it was 11. If, but um, if this is what you want, you do realize, and we'll, we'll argue more about this later. This is not, oh, I'll wait two years and then I'll order it. You have to order it in the next six months because otherwise it's going to be like, oh, I can't make you a dress from three years ago. No. Well, it's not about him getting make, getting him to make me a dress, but he's got a lot of like fringe going on and color blocking and like the zhuzh at the sleeve, like the puffy sleeve. I mean, and he's using like neon colors so we've always enjoyed his show. One of my favorite things he ever did was we were at his show once and he did this rose gold sequin two piece and it had a gray fur over it. And I, you know, I love. Fur. Okay. So this is, I can't see the front, but it looks like a long sleeve short sequin dress, but in the back is this cape that goes below the knee and it's all got beading on it. And she's wearing it with pumps and socks. I mean, it's so funky and like downtown, it, like edgy, but classy. I'm, oh, yeah. I see. Yes. Okay. It's look number 15. It. I mean. I see it. Loving that. How good is that going to look on me? Very good. I like it a lot. I think it's cute. Who else okay. do I really like? I love that. So, Kite. There's only one thing I liked from Kite. I think it's Kate. Kate. 
Sorry. I'm not sure. I'm not, I never know. That's the thing is I bought things from them, but I really still don't know how to say their name after like five years, which is annoying, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> under Tomo Koizumi, I have the word what with a question mark. Okay. So this is, <laughs> this is not for the masses. His clothes are extremely expensive. He does like ruched tulle in everything. And so he does ball gowns. He does cocktail dresses. He does capes. And they're made for weddings, for the Met Gala, for art gallery openings. And his dresses and his pieces are very expensive. But he was discovered by Marc Jacobs a couple years ago. And Marc Jacobs paid... Is he making paid, that fabric? Or is yeah. that... Wow. It's breathtaking. You know Ashley Longshore, my yes. favorite artist in the world, my friend, my, my... I feel like we're like emotional spirit animals. I love her so much. Maybe she'll come on someday if I ask her. I mean, she literally... These models... This one looks like a cupcake. No, she has one of their capes. She has one of his capes and it makes, it's a total circle. It's like a, like a sphere and it's rainbow tool. It's the coolest thing ever. I mean, but these pieces, I mean, do you look like a loofah sponge? A hundred percent, but you look like a rich, skinny, gorgeous <laughs> loofah sponge. I mean, so look number nine, I think is an attempt at a bathing suit, but yeah, it, so it looks like of- a bikini, but made out of ruched tool with a shower cap. <laughs> And it's just <laughs> very aggressive. I mean, can you imagine laying out in that? People are like, oh, your dog's over there. Oh, no, that's just my bathing suit. I mean, that that's what it looks like. It looks like a puppy. Like a puppy is we draped across you. to post a picture you. of this. It's really I know, bad. I am. I, I have it's all the tragic. ones. It's tragic. It is tragic, and I'd hate to see the back. And it does look like she's that wearing That can't be a, comfortable. <laughs> it looks like she's wearing a bathing cap from the 50s. But okay, we'll go with that. That's, that's that's okay. I mean, again, who I I say who am I to judge? But again, this is a designer that is not for the masses. This is definitely art. This is something that is a one of a kind runway, handmade, hand sewn piece for the elite of the elite. Yeah, you can buy a dress. You can buy a Toyota Camry. It's one of the two. And <laughs> who is I mean, your who is the person, the lady that you love so much? that um she had her birthday at shake shack and she yes 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 yes, okay. yes. there is an this, influencer whom yes. i'm obsessed with and i'm she's so nice i don't actually know her very well personally i've only met her at a couple shows her um her instagram is pret a new porte or something i anyway, have to look it up she, she had her birthday so at the shake shack and she wore a dress that literally made her look like a cupcake like it was all round all tool it was no shape and she looked so cute and so edgy in it and this is what that reminds me of like she would love this like this her jam you know this like, is for people who love fashion and are like super yes, into it this yes. is not for like e- this isn't even for like your like su- like rich suburban mom mother of the bride this is no even that. this is like you no, have no, to no, be no. A, like a lover of fashion and get it like his stuff is worn exactly. at the Met Gala. His stuff is worn, you know, he's very big in the art community. Um, you know, I just think his stuff's really cool. I just didn't get it, so I'm glad you explained it, and now I have a bigger appreciation for it. It's the it. kind of thing where it's truly art, and it's something you have, and it's like it's like couture almost. It's, it's very it's agreed, cool. Agreed. So does he make this, Does it? Is it sold in stores, or Mm-mm. is it only sold? I okay. think, to my knowledge, it's special order only. But I don't know. It could be sold places. I don't think it is, though. I think every piece is made. Like, I've only seen it on a couple of people. Like, I know Linda Fargo, who is the creative director for Bergdorf Goodman. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she wore it to the Met Gala last year. I know Gaga has worn his stuff in the past. I know Ashley Longshore obviously has this amazing coat, capey, dressy thing. 
um, in his first show, I remember it was a couple of seasons ago at Fashion Week, everybody was talking about this show. Oh, are you going to Mark Jacobs tonight? Oh, are you going to Mark Jacobs tonight? And I was like, I think it was like Sunday or Monday or whatever. And I'm like, Mark Jacobs always is the last show of Fashion Week on Wednesday night. And I was like, so Mark Jacobs isn't doing anything tonight. What the hell's happening? Is it a party? No, he had everybody. So Mark Jacobs like discovered this guy and had his show in the store on Madison because the store on Madison's gorgeous and huge. And that was a way of keeping the costs down. Mark Jacobs paid for the PR for everything. Wow. All of this stuff. And everybody was talking about this show for weeks. Nobody, like I didn't know anybody. None of our crowd went to it because I think one of us was invited. Nobody thought it was a big deal. So everybody was just like skipping it. <laughs> everybody was there. And it was the most amazing thing. I remember talking to somebody I don't know super well afterwards. And she was like, this was the coolest show. They made everybody stand. There were no seats. It was amazing. I mean, I, I would like to see him now in person because now I'm interested because it is so avant-garde, out there, crazy. I mean, it looks like she's wearing flowers with no pants. Well, it so, looks like a chicken had a baby with a loose sponge, <laughs> but in a good way. It's like... But in a chic good, way. It's good scary is what it, I like to say. Is, it's good scary. Way. Okay, moving on. Cho Chang... Boring as hell always. First of all, kiss my ass. Second of all, real clothes for real people. Something I can show my clients. I thought it was adorable. And it did have sort of a Wednesday Adams vibe. I'm not going to lie. But I really dug it. I mean, not everything, but there's some crop tops in there and some maxi skirts and I don't think it's boring. I think boring, I think it stands out because everyone else is so crazy. It's no, nice to see here my something that's normal. This. I'm going to cut you off there because I get it. It's fine. You don't I went to their it. show last season. No, I do get it. And I went to their show last season and I went with um, you know several friends of mine actually who uh, have worked with the brand. And I sat, I had a front row seat it's very rare for me not to even take a picture and put it on my Instagram stories. I didn't even take a picture, nothing. It was the most sad and boring crap. It looked like shit you can find at Macy's, which is fine, but that's not what belongs on the runways at New York Fashion Week because this is like the cutting edge of fashion. It's amazing and like great talent, new people, things, things that are exciting. His okay, stuff, like the stuff is just- Okay, Your Honor, we're going we're gonna to strike that from the record. It is not old lady, okay? It is, old lady. It is relatable and it's cute. I don't want relatable. I want sequins on a sweatshirt. No, I don't want sequins on a sweatshirt. I want like a sequin turtleneck and like hooker boots. Okay. I don't want boring <laughs> crap. I just don't. It's boring. Which, I feel like I need like caffeine afterwards to wake me up. Like which, it's just which really leads is. Me, which this leads looks me. like Jackie O's poor little sister. Like this is like if Jackie O had less, less money and less taste. Ugh. I mean, it's just so atrocious for the, the amount of money they charge for this crap. Like, I'm sorry. This one is a green shirt with a pilgrim collar. No. Multicolored houndstooth in a large print. No. Anyway, I think we should talk about our favorite Fashion Week stories now because we've like beat these poor collections to death. You're so dead to me. You're so dead to me. I just wanted to, talking about weirdo collections, the LRS, which is a little vampire-y, a little bit, I'm not sure if they took any measurements <laughs> as I'm sure that it's very androgynous and no one's wearing pants. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. But again, that's for the downtown. Hey, I have a trust fund, but I want to be cool and live downtown. 
it's got a helmet lang vibe that's what it said in the review which i do agree with um, which i love helmet lang but a little too out there and if i see one more square toe shoe that is a fashion crime in my book not according to most people most, most people, people i think they're heinous and off i would never Okay, so that was our review of some of the Vogue runway shows that we were not there to see because of coronavirus. Wah, wah, wah. We're still having a party. We're still going to make it happen. We're still going to be optimistic. We're still going to, I mean, we're going to break it down like we're at the Strand dancing on tables, right? Never been there, wouldn't know. The Boom Boom Room, bitch. That's not the strand. That's the standard. Jesus, Sorry. get with the program. I meant the, the st- strand. <laughs> meant that's the- a bookstore. You're so old. <laughs> also, you, have you ever even been to the Boom Boom Room? Every I'm time I go, you're like, I'm old. I have to go home to my husband. I'm like, he's probably I'm- asleep. It's 1130. Like, we're already out late. Like, I come out. I the standard. Shut your hole. I meant the standard, not the strand. God. That okay. place is iconic, okay? My favorite <laughs> memory ever, the Blondes after party when they had it there. I'm sorry. That party was the party to be at that night. And all I remember was I had your sequin belt as a tie. And my friend, it's like the artist formerly known as my friend because we don't speak no more because she annoys me, was like, there's a picture of her. Like I said, she's choking me with this belt in like in front of all of these drag queens. It's hysterical. That party, they were playing like, Oh, like Beyonce and like Christina Aguilera circle like 2006. So like when I was like a child, like literally in like second grade, but still like I remember it because I was like weird. Best night ever. Okay. Let's talk about our favorite fashion week parties before we go anywhere. Cause like, let's be what honest. What was the party? You're so dead to me. What was the party that we went to if we were like first? <laughs> Cause I didn't want to wait line. And when we came out, we literally gave our arm bracelets away because there must have been a thousand people. Oh my god! Okay, so opening ceremony. This is before oh, opening ceremony had no money. They had this huge party <laughs> at the Bowery Hotel. Right. So we get there, and it's supposed to start at like ten. We get there How at nine thirty because we're old people. Because I was on the list. I was fancy. Oh. Uh, okay. I was fucking fancy that season. Okay, I made friends. Uh-huh. So we go, and we're standing in line. They give us the armbands, and we go in, and it is literally six floors. So yeah. like the Bowery has this, like, it's like four floors and there's like two downstairs. It was insane. So you get up to, we get in and we go to the top floor because that's where the elevators go. And there's like this little market. Thinking everything's free. Is. I'm like, that's- ooh, I want a snack. No, they wanted to charge us. I was like, what the fuck is this? You pay for the party and you don't pay for the food. That's so weird. So then we went into one little disco corner room and we tried to take a picture, but there was too much smoke because it was like yeah. a smoke machine. <laughs> So then we skipped like four levels. We went to the basement, which is where like the party party was. And that was where you met Rosario Dawson and you yes. felt very accomplished for the evening. She was and then nice. I mean, we, we didn't, she was nice. We proceeded to drink way too much and eat way too much because they had like it a was suckling Chinese. pig and they were like dissecting it and like putting it in like tacos and dumplings and things. It was, the food was off the charts. It was like steamed pork buns and like, whatever noodles and this is that like rich downtown crowd so it's like people like blowing lines off the off the table and also eating a dumpling so like that's not our crowd so we were like standing in the corner and then the drag queens came out and had such a great time yeah that was good they were like all of the performers was that the night you cried because they called you white girl wasted or was that another evening i can't remember okay no all right that was another evening 
Sorry. We ended up, and you, that was one of the first nights you realized how ancient I was because it got to be like midnight, right? And I was like, I'm kind of tired. Like, I think it's time to go. And you're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yes, it's time to go home. So then I remember this. We left at like 1230. We get outside. It is an absolute free for all. It was like a a concert. 14 people deep to the street from the door. And everybody's on the list, but there's just no space. And everybody always invites too many people because they're afraid people won't show up. This was the only big party that night, so everybody shows up. Like usually, a great example was one year, Daily Front Row, GQ, and I think it was Fendi. We're all having a party the same night. And Saks. Usually Saks and Fendi are the same night too. So it's like everybody splits off and goes to different things. This was the only party that night. It was so much fun. And it was great. And then we leave and we get stuck in traffic for 30 minutes on the FDR. Do you remember that? We're sitting in the cab for like 30 minutes on the FDR in stop and go traffic at 1230 in the morning. It made no sense. But we did do the right thing and give our armbands away so somebody we did. else could go in. And it wasn't like people who weren't invited. It was people who were clearly invited but like didn't want to wait. So like we took it off and like did it in a way like they could get in. But it was fun. It was, it was very fun. We My other fun. favorite parties include, hmm, you don't come to a lot of the parties because... You're usually like, you usually come in two days too late or two days too early, whatever. So what other parties have you been to with me? I've been to that one. I did not go to the Bergdorf's party with you where... Which one? Oh my God, the Bergdorf's parties are legendary. Uh, but I heard all about it. I did not go to that one. There's another one that I went to, but you know, with that goes without saying. The parties the- are a big deal. If you can get in, great. If you can't, you can't. But it's right. all about... Meeting everyone at when you go to a fashion show, it's being seen and making friends. And most people, I would say 95% of the people are really nice. And there are people in the fashion business. I think that's high. I really, I think that gives people too much credit. Some people are assholes. Okay. Well, you're dead inside and you don't like anybody. And I like people. So most people are very nice. If you're nice, they're nice. You meet somebody, hey, I have tickets to this show. Hey, we talked about it before, how we kind of wheel and deal for tickets. I met a really, really nice friend last fashion week. Her name was Michelle. Um, Love her. Anyway, we became friends. She lives in Chicago. Um, So you just never know who you're going to meet, right? You just just never know. And let me be honest, though. Most people do not share tickets. We are very few in like that if I don't want to go to something, I'll give it to Holly. That's very frowned upon, apparently, by a lot of people. But most people don't do that, which I didn't know until recently, but whatever, it's fine. Anyway, it just like, there's other shows that are much smaller that they invite not that many people because they don't have a lot of people to invite. And sometimes we had said this before that what, you know, once the doors are about to close and they're seeing other people that are waiting, they might let you in because they want to fill seats. Right. So there's always a chance that if you're there, you'll get in. But the sad part for me though, is like that with this season is as much as the shows, not having the shows, you know, really sucks. It's the parties that are fun because every time at the show, and I think you'll relate to this, as much as people are nice and whatever, and they're fun, it is work. You're networking, you're meeting, whatever. And yes. a lot of the parties are the same way where you're networking and you're meeting people and you like, I usually have a, like, a, like a one and a half, maybe two drink limit at a party because I never know who I'm going to meet. Again, like the party where I met Tori Birch and that turned into something amazing. So it's like, I always have to be on my game. But every once in a while at Fashion Week, the opening ceremony party is a great example where it is not a networking party. That's not what it's for. Right. It is, for, it is to go 
hard and party because like fashion people work really hard during fashion week. So like the blondes is a great example. And the Bergdorf's party is always, it doesn't start till 9 p.m. And they do that on purpose because they want everybody to show up two drinks in having a great time. And the three different parties I've been to, you have you been to at least one of them with me? Yes, bitch. I went to the Michael Kors party. Okay. Kiss my ass. Oh, you did go to the Michael Kors party. That's true. That was a, that was a networking party though. And then we went to the other party where they did the the giveaway bags with the when hair care products. What that was party the one was, that was the daily front row party where you oh, yeah, we did the lost daily, your shit and wanted to kill someone. They we did the daily front row party, but that was fun though. And we met some really cool. People yeah, it was there. fun. And it was fun until my friend who you know was no longer my friend was, was okay, awful, well, and then we left. Let's talk about the good. Let's let's look for the good, right? Well, I let's, think my favorite like my favorite stories that like I think people outside of fashion will even find interesting is like the Bergdorf's always has such a massive budget that like they do the craziest shit. So like the first Bergdorf's party I ever went to was right after the fashion media awards. So we went from the fashion media awards there and it was celebrating Brandon Maxwell and it was upstairs on the shoe floor and they'd taken all of the shoes off the floor, put down a dance floor and a disco ball. There was a photo booth. There were like ballet dancers in the windows, but it was like 70s, 80s and 90s music. It was like Diana Ross, Whitney Houston. It was so amazing because these are all people that like you've seen it by or like, I'm like, that's an editor for Vogue. She works for Harper's. She's like the CEO of like some company that LVMH owns. There's Linda Fargo. There's Ashley the artist. There's all these people who are, aside from Ashley, because Ashley's always fun, who are usually uptight and very reserved, dancing. Like the highlight of my evening was watching the head of Bergdorf Goodman dance in lace bunny ears to Britney Spears' Slave for You. I have a video on my phone and whenever I'm sad, I watch it because it really makes me that happy. Well, that's adorable that you said 70s, 80s, and 90s music because, bitch, you were a zygote then, okay? You weren't even I know, it's true, but it's like, it's so good. It was just like, it's a disco and Bergdorf's is always that way. Like when they had a party for Pat McGrath, the one complaint about Bergdorf's party is food is few and far between. And when I drink, I need to eat because otherwise I'll die. (laughs) So like my friend Chloe and I went to the Pat McGrath party together and I brought somebody from like, you know, one of my other worlds and we went and I'm like, Jesus, I'm so hungry. I'm two drinks in. And if I don't, if I cannot drink anymore because I will die, I have not eaten. And so we find out where the food's coming from. Chloe and I just took a platter (laughs) because we were like, if we're going to drink, we have to eat. You did you say somebody offered y'all hors d'oeuvres and you said, honey, leave the tray. No, (laughs) we did. So what happened was he goes, would you like a slider? I said, honey, just leave it here. (laughs) And Chloe like literally took it. And we like, we sat there and we like fucking ate sliders because they were like half a bite each, but they had like shaved truffle on them. They were amazing. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Anyway, the best party that I've been to was the Plum Sykes book release party where I got to meet Anna Wintour. So guess what? And Zach Posen in one night. I have the pictures to prove it. So kiss my ass on that one that I don't get any fucking parties. That might be my favorite fashion week memory was the first time I will never forget it. It was the first time I ever saw Anna Wintour in person. I was early for the Oscar de la Renta show and I've made friends with the security at spring studios and all the people who work for IMG who run the shows, because let's be honest, these are the people in charge. And I am a huge advocate in being nice to people. If they're nice people, if you're not nice, I don't want to be friends with you, but like I've actually made great friends, like real friends from those, like from people who I've met at the shows like that. And so I was sitting in the lobby and the head of security, like marches over to me and he like sort of signals me. He's like, look who's behind me. Cause he was doing her security and I had no idea. And it was Oscar de la Renta letting out. And it was Anna Wintour, Edward Enenfall, all of these people from both Vogue's, like British and American. 
And it was the first time, even after two years, the first time I had ever seen Anna in person. And it was like, it was so emotional. It was weird. It's like seeing Jesus, if you're super (laughs) religious, you know? I mean, she's the most, one of the most powerful women in the world. Truly, she is. I mean, she's been voted the most powerful woman in media. I cried. Do you not remember this? I was going to Sally LaPointe. Remember, I was early for Sally LaPointe. You and our former friend came and you walk in and you looked at my face and you go, what the fuck happened to you? Because I was like red in the face because I had cried. And I was like, I saw Anna Wintour. You're like, you're such a queen. I can't even. Oh, yes. The gayest thing I've heard all day. No it was one. true though. It was amazing. And that was the first time I went to Sally LaPointe. So that was such a day. That was a happy day. As fun as this has been, and I've talked to you four times already today, we got to wrap it up. Do we have any parting knowledge? Oh, yeah. Put your masks <laughs> on because I want Fashion Week in February. Peace. Bitch, wear your mask. Okay. We didn't talk about a lot of fashion crimes. We just talked about the collections. Go on Vogue.com and go to the latest show tabs and you'll see these pictures that we're talking about. We'll you can we'll learn put them the on designers. Instagram. We're going to put them on Instagram. If you have any questions, if you think it's weird, tell us your opinion. Uh, please email us, Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast, Nolan at Fashion Crimes Podcast.com. We are Fashion Crimes and we are out. I'm Holly Katz, and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.